Howdy everybody out there, this is Big Beefin'. This is JP and I am one third of that Big Beefin' show. This is Aaron Rollins. What you doing boy? We have a ride, bring us in Shane. Now you may be asking, what is Big Beefin'? Well, the answer is quite simple. Big Beefin' is... Where all of your wildest dreams come true. That's a good one, that's a good one. <laughs> you stop listening halfway through. I knew you were podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> Because it's his goddamn yard, and he put the property tax on a damn thing. And he said, wait a minute, Rollins, you got to be smarter than fucking average bear. And I looked at him, I said, that goes both ways, buddy. And he kept talking, I just left. <laughs> average bear, that's a, that's a yogi, yogi bear, right? Isn't that? He's that's funny. a yogi bear reference, but that's not the fucking point, man. But the, so That's bullshit. If, hey, are you okay? Did, didn't you tell that one yesterday? I just told that one yesterday. Like, Aaron, are you okay? That he states that Bigfoot is there in plain sight. You just choose not to see him. <laughs> That's not what I meant, damn it. Fuck, you never mind. Never fucking mind, John. You don't want to fucking walk your fat ass and don't walk. There you go. See? That is. <laughs> no. Uh, no beat the drops. Let's get right to this. Hello, my name is JP. No need for no MC. I've been keeping it real since 1983. <laughs> Shit my pants on the big leaf and Just enjoy the show. Mr. Black. What's doing? Nothing. Who else is coming? I, I was watching a movie. What are you watching? Uh, Infinity War. Oh, were you watching it alone? Yeah. It's a good movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is it just me and you? <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. I've, I've asked the others to join in. Uh, hold on a second. Yeah, so we'll see if they, uh, if anybody jumps on. Uh, what you been up to? <laughs> uh, not nothing special. Oh, I got sick. Yeah, what kind of sick? Uh, hand, foot, and mouth. You contracted it? Y'all not washing your fucking hands in that house. Um, yeah, I've been washing my hands. But I still got it though. Sick as hell. I know, I know you got it. You get it when you don't wash your fucking hands. <laughs> I wash my hands. Uh-huh. That's why you got hand foot mouth disease. Well, it's it's clear enough. Yeah, having a baby in the house, you increase the likelihood of contracting it. Yeah, so I was like, I had a fever and uh Sunday night, man, I was sweating so fucking bad. I had to I had to go get a different comforter. <laughs> the comforter was drenched. It's too hot. <laughs> like you could ring, you could ring the sweat. I dropped. I'm not. I'm not fucking lying. I dropped five pounds in sweat in one night. That's not good, boy. <laughs> fucking sick. That's not good at all. <laughs> Sicker than shit. You're uh, not. You're not supposed to lose more than like two or three pounds a day. <laughs> that was fine. I sweated that shit out. You, yeah, you lost five pounds in 12 hours. <laughs> That's how fucking hot I was. <laughs> and you know how it's weird when you get that fever when you, you're cold, but you're fucking running a fever? Well, it's the chills, yeah. It's, yeah, so uh, I, was, I, was, I was working on Saturday. I was doing a family visit, and I go to the gas station, like, after the visit's done. I go into the QT, and I was like, I just something just doesn't feel right. I'm going into the QT. And they had the air conditioner on, 
And I was like, I just probably need to get something to eat because I hadn't eaten anything at that point. I was like, oh, I'm just going to get some Mountain Dew. And like, by the time I get out the fucking QT, I'm like shaking. Like everything is shaking because of the, yeah, the, <laughs> the chat. You know? And, uh, <laughs> and I get outside and like, it's weird because the temperature outside, it's hot as fuck, you know, as usual. But I'm cold. I'm freezing. So it actually felt nice. I was like, well, I don't mind it out here because I'm fucking freezing, but it's hot as fuck outside, so it's balancing out somehow. Anyway, I got in the truck, drove home, and then I just laid there. <laughs> Sarah, I, I was like, I'm, I'm not hungry. I can't eat any of this. Yeah. So didn't eat I, nothing. I was thinking about that Eminem uh, song you read. On the podcast, <laughs> and I was like, you know, that's not even his worst song. <laughs> I was, I went back to one of like his first album releases, and there was one where he was talking about first I wanted, I I want, I only wanted to rape a bitch and snatch her first, but now I'm gonna kill her, so I gotta catch her first. <laughs> yeah, I was say that that first one, that guilty conscience was about date rape, right? Well, it was that that was a different song, but yeah, it had some of that in there. And then uh, holding up a liquor store or a convenience store and robbing it. And then another one was about killing your wife and the guy she was cheating on you with. And I'm yeah. telling you, man, his if his album like if that if his first album dropped today, people'd be fucking pissed. Oh yeah, he wouldn't get nowhere. <laughs> he, him. he dropped that shit. I don't care how snazzy or upbeat or clever the fucking lyrics are. Like, <laughs> Yeah, he's supposed to be working on some new music. Did you watch uh, Daniel's fucking little puppet show? I didn't, no. Oh. Are you on your computer? You got your phone handy? Uh, my phone's right here. Oh. I'll say you pull that shit up. It's fucking funny as hell. Maybe I can you can listen to the audio at least. You I don't can, know, maybe. Try. You can kind of picture the uh, what it sounds like. Let me, let, me, let me send it to you. Hold on just a second. Hold on. All right. Uh, where is it? So you said uh, for our listeners out there who don't know. Um, okay, you ready? I'm going to play it. It's only a minute. Who are you? Hey, John. I'm the ghost of future's past. Press <laughs> pause. Go back. <laughs> Did he say who you or who are you? <laughs> I wish you could see it. Can you see it? You can't. You could see it. Yeah, don't worry about it, dude. Don't, don't right. worry about yeah, it. it. The audio go. is enough. The audio is sufficient. <laughs> who are you? Hey, John. I'm the ghost of future's past. I'm here to teach you. There's a few times, like the time you dined and dashed, or the other time you left the all the money from the chip jar. Oh yeah, you really messed up. You should have said it like Daniels always says it. Uh uh boy, you don't mess up. Right. 
you are recording this, right? You're recording this, this broadcast? Yeah. Okay, we're not going to have a repeat where we missed 10 minutes. <laughs> he, he's already put it up on... Uh, uh, yeah, no, no, no. I did. I hit record. I didn't get it like when you first logged on and you were laughing or smiling or whatever. But as soon okay. as that was over, I recorded it. Uh, yeah. So that was his. That was his entry into our puppet competition. It's fucking hilarious. But um, he just I, <laughs> he just opens his face or he looks. He turns his head. Who are you? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck, Daniel? <laughs> Brilliant man, and it, it's There's like no it at all. <laughs> it's funny when he when it, when the ghost of <laughs> the ghost of, <laughs> the ghost of future past shows up. He says, "Hey, John." His <laughs> introduction is, "Hey, John." Like it's like what the fuck? That's not what the ghost of future past would say. He would say, "Hey, John." Remember that time? I mean, it's just fucking bizarre, but it's great. Man. <laughs> Right. You know all the all the movies Daniel has watched. You would think he would know how to do an introduction. <laughs> he says, "Hey, John, wake up." Well, it wasn't like that. It was like, "Hey, John," like he's got something to fucking tell him. <laughs> so, uh, anyways, yeah, it's fucking great. I don't know if I can top it. I my skit is something I've been I've floated around for a long time. I just never actually got to do it. Um, so now I'm going to have my little puppets acted out. I've got the script written. I just got to get my little uh, characters cut out and strung up, and we'll be good to go. Puppet show time. And then what I'm going to do is on the YouTube channel, I'll uh, combine the uh, the puppet shows together so everybody can see them in one. So what we'll probably do is we'll all get together like on a Friday night or something, and we'll watch all of them. And then... Uh, and then we'll vote on which one we like the best, or we'll just, you know, I don't know, rag on them or pick them apart or whatever. But Daniel's pretty fucking good for just a minute. <laughs> Who <are> you? <laughs> I thought about, I thought about, I don't know how he'd feel about this, but going in and editing it to make it a little tighter and make some of the stuff, the, the cutaways, like fade in and fade out. And so that way it's not this hard, like he has to lay the puppet back down and then pick the other puppet up. Well, there's that in um, his line delivery. It's not very smooth. <laughs> yeah, well, you could, you could, uh, I thought about, it's like, I could add some special effects to it, but I also don't want to fuck up his video. It's fine the way it is. You should, you should chipmunk the audio. <laughs> well, you know, I know what trip you out if I just put it on a fucking 10 hour loop. <laughs> you see the puppet is <laughs> fucking ten hours. I know that trip your fucking ass out. <laughs> I, I, I work when when, I, when he first put it. I was like, I don't want to watch it until everybody's just done because I want to reserve judgment. But then I was sitting on my lunch break. I was like, fuck it, I want to watch it. And I watched it. I watched that damn thing like six times and fucking laughed every time. <laughs> The people sitting around the area I was at probably thought I was like a madman because I kept fucking laughing at it. <laughs> yeah, I've got all these uh, audio clips from Aqua Teen Hunger Force. It's the little meatball. Just his voice just gets me going, man. His voice is so fucking funny. And he's yeah. talking about how he had been tortured. It's like a whole bunch of other things that I can't remember because he shot me in the head with a car battery. <laughs> 
I listened to that like three or four times, and everybody's wondering why the fuck I'm laughing. Is this just? He's kind of like a. It's kind of like a, a teenager, but like with a robotic type of voice, right? Uh, no. But that was close enough. Uh, so as John, is John going to go with the whole Michael drama thing? As he said. Oh, so I, I got to tell them. They'll they'll listen to this, so they'll know. Uh, we're actually going to host a uh, confrontation. Well, uh, a resolution. Oh, oh a resolution. Host Man, a res- you, you did confrontation. <laughs> Uh, Gabriel's going to set it up. We're going to get Gabriel and Michael, and they're going to air their grievances. Uh, supposedly, uh, this, and I don't know when this is going to come, but supposedly, John, whenever his video hits, he's going to get he's going to get slapped with a cease and desist order. Uh, I knew it. I knew he was going to do some petty shit like that. You remember I said it too. <laughs> so, so to get to try to, to try to get out in front of it. We're going to have a big beef and resolution, and we're going to get Michael and Gabriel <laughs> to translate, and then we'll we'll get them all on the show. <laughs> to translate. He's fucking deaf, man. He can't fucking hear this shit. around the word resolution. <laughs> and then we can just get them to air out their grievances. Um, yeah. I mean, if Michael can top what Daniel just did with his little puppets, then, you know, go for it, bud. Do what you can. But Daniel, God is that. Daniel's not fucking around with this shit. If he tells us... He's getting a puppet. She's gonna get the fucking puppets, you know. So, you know, if you give if you give Daniel an idea, he's gonna fucking get it done. Yeah, hit and run. Oh. <laughs> so Did you he, watch the video from the cosplayer lady? I didn't know what the fuck you guys were talking about. I don't even know who Ark the Lad is. No, I think uh, no. You used to have this little story that was like Ark the Lad or some bullshit. You had a little character. You, you, it was around the time when you were doing your ET stuff, your extraterrestrial superhero. Uh, was it uh, the tracker, the one that like I would write up all the biographies with? And... Yeah, 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 yeah. One of them was called Ark the Lad. No, it wasn't. I got his fucking I, photograph. I never man. had one of those. <laughs> dig up his. I'll dig up his photograph. Well, Ark Ark the Lad is like 1997, and I wasn't. I wasn't yeah. doing that. Back then. No, that was the time we were doing that shit. There was um there was a game called Wild Arms and I remember that because I played it with Darren and Wild Arms Two was actually really cool. Ark the Lad. Yeah, let me see it because I don't remember this. Let's see if I can find it real quick. Hopefully, I tried saving a bunch of our old shit, but some of it. Yeah, didn't get saved. I really wish I had taken. I didn't like the way that that the one that you actually sent me, the guy wearing the cape and the two big guns on his hands. I didn't like the shape of his back. He was really hunched over. And um, I can't it. see. It's bright. I'll text it to you. The His name is Abios. Abtos. 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 Uh, Sortos? No, it's Abtos, man. I'm about to send it to you. He's 7 foot 10. He weighs 360 pounds. What's the rest of his description say? It says a bunch of other shit. <laughs> shit. What kind of shit? <laughs> Hold on. Let me look. <laughs> Brittany said those kids are fucking wearing her out up at the schoolhouse. Yeah, I believe it. That's that's Sortos, you motherfucker. 
That's not the one. That's not Ark the Lad or whatever the hell, the fuck. I got all oh, that Arctos. That's an A R T O S. He was supposed to be like a covenant creature, you know, with um, some special alien abilities and technology and all that stuff. I don't have Ark the Lad. No, you don't have Ark the Lad because I never did it. <laughs> you did it. No, I did not. I'll find that shit. Oh, we'll look for it then and show it to me. When you show it to me, then I'll agree with you. But until then, uh, you're I just got rid of all my old artwork. Yeah, why, where did you did you have them in a notebook or, or what? Yeah, uh, it was in this uh, accordion binder I used to have. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of them still may be in there, but I don't think all of them will be. Yeah, Brittany said one of those kids took a shit in the fucking classroom. Shit his pants. Got on the floor. Kids do that, man. <laughs> kids are bad. She had to. T- she had to pull five of them out from recess. Where's she teaching them? Mahia walks at you. I thought it was Ennis. Is it Ennis? That was Ennis. Well, she she doesn't want to go to a small town setting. She wants to go to some some other larger town. Oh, they pay better. Like Malakoff or 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 Kearns uh, or those kids are still just as bad. But there's not as many of them. So you mm-hmm. have one bad kid out of ten as opposed to five bad kids out of 30. We had a kid, and we've told about this on the podcast before, but we had a kid that was so bad, the teacher put him in a fucking box for the, the school year. Yeah, David Laster had that problem, too. <laughs> yeah, David was fucking bad. Yeah, he was. But I that's remember, what I'm saying. David was the only bad one in our class, and this uh, is how I know it. Yeah, but I know. We, had, we had a few in ours, though. Uh but David, uh, I remember, you remember that time when we, we just had the internet, like it was kind of new. And David came over one night. Yeah. Like going off on the, like he got, got, y'all got in some kind of chat room or some bullshit. Yeah. And, and David, the first thing he does, he gets, I'm going to go on and let you know. Or he's like, uh, you know. he was picking a fight with somebody. David's good about that. David's good about saying some shit that'll piss you off just because he knows it will. <laughs> oh, he kept calling this guy, he said, you're ugly and you're wrong. Like, his, <laughs> justification. His, his argument was, you're wrong because you're ugly. That's why you're wrong. And then something, and he said, look, I'm going to fart on you. And I think you farted on the microphone. <laughs> and then to prove his point, he would sing the jingle. You're ugly and you're wrong. You're ugly, you're wrong. I'm going to let you go. Like, it was like, who the fuck says this shit in a fucking chat? <laughs> David, apparently. <laughs> I wish, I wish, I, somewhere out there in the world of the internet, that shit's recorded, and I wish we could find it. <laughs> no, 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 I don't want to relive those memories. I, David's the first person I heard say fuck. We were sitting down on his, uh, we were on his porch late at night, me, him, and I, I don't know if it was Ryan Munger or Jeremy Williams, but. There was another kid. Uh, it wasn't just me and David. And we were sitting there, and David was talking about something, and he said, fuck, kind of loud. And as soon as he had said that, his mom had opened the door, and she said, what? <laughs> oh, uh, uh. <laughs> she beat that ass? Hmm? She beat that ass? No, no, she didn't. She didn't really know what he had said, but she kind of knew. <laughs> she was like, I, I can't prove it. But I know he said that shit. <laughs> Becky, Becky, Becky was nice, but Buddy didn't fucking play around. Buddy beat his ass. Yeah, Buddy did beat his ass. <laughs> he got, you know, he was making those belts. 
Like, if I can get that. <laughs> I guess that's what Buddy did. He made belts. I don't know. I don't know. It was a fucking yeah, belt store in fucking Kermit. David said he picked up the habit from his dad. That's how I figured it out. Whipping, whipping people with belts? No, smoking fucking weed, man. <laughs> oh. Oh shit! Oh, that makes that makes sense that mom was friends with him then. Well, she didn't smoke it around us, did she? No, but our dad did. Yeah. Dad said that one night I ran out there and uh, he was getting high with his uh, buddy Sydney, and uh, and they were hitting a joint. And I ran out there and I told him I was like, "Shh, don't worry, Dad. I won't tell anybody." And he started laughing. He's, he's like, "Who the fuck are you going to tell? My mom?" <laughs> I don't care who you go tell. I'm a grown ass man. No, <laughs> is, is Sydney still alive? Because I, I think I remember a rumor was that he passed away. Oh, he's yeah. I ain't seen him in uh, fifteen years or so. Yeah, yeah. The last I saw him, he was in a wheelchair. Damn. Um, yeah, he's probably yeah. dead. Then. Well, he, he had to he had to get pushed around by somebody. I think he had just come from the hospital or he had gotten sick. I, I don't remember. This is years ago. Um, but he was 101st Airborne, wasn't he? Yeah, I know he was in Vietnam. And well, I, I heard someone say he was at Hamburger Hill. Yeah, that. Well, you know, another thing is stories from dad. What, what can you fucking believe? But yeah, it was. Yeah, I never heard it from Sydney. Sydney yeah. didn't talk. Well, he wouldn't, he wouldn't talk about it. But apparently, a lot of people died. Whatever it was in, a lot of people died. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's talking about Sydney. See some shit. You know, what's up with your hair? What's you got on? this little curl. You got this little curl going on. There you go. <laughs> so the other day on uh God dang man, look at that widow's peak. No, on I don't the, see I hardly see any hair at all. On uh well Neil deGrasse Tyson said the other day that if you have your hair by the time you hit 30, you're gonna keep it. But I don't know. I don't know if that's true for everybody. No, no, no. And it, I mean, is he a doctor? Is is he a? He's not yeah, a, neurologist. He does have a PhD. That's that doesn't. That's not the same as an MD, a medical doctor. You get what I'm saying? No, he's an astrophysicist. That has nothing to do. So why the fuck are you listening to me about your hair? Because <laughs> he knows all this crazy shit. No, he does not. No, he does not. That'd be like asking Bill, not a science guy. How do you cure cancer? You don't fucking know. <laughs> Bill Nye, the science guy. Bill Nye. His um, adult version video where he's talking about uh, climate change. He's uh, he's gotten a little too preachy, but and I don't like like he comes in there and he's like, uh, I told you this when you were kids, and I'm not fucking playing anymore. And it's like, come on, man. It's <laughs> wait, wait, come on, man. it's not. It's not like he's far off the mark, and you know the world's not turning to shit right now, but it could. We, anyway, we have made really good advances in geothermal, solar, and nuclear, but the problem—we're doing all of it. We're doing—it's the kitchen sink. We're doing fossil fuels plus all the clean stuff, and it's still not enough. People want more. So he—he he was saying that oh, we could totally go off of fossil fuels right now. Uh, no, that's yeah. not going to work. So. Um, now, I'm for, I want us to get away from fossil fuels. Yeah, I think that's yeah. stupid. But, uh, you know, we're just not ready yet. No, we're not. We're too dependent on it. We're too dependent on it. And, I, think, uh, I, think if we, I think we need to get ahead of the curve because at some point it's going to run out. 
Yeah. And the wars are going to start when the shit starts running out. That's when the wars will really start. And if we can get to where we don't even need it, yeah. we won't have to fuck with it. Yeah. So I was reading an article about uh, a Democratic hopeful presidential candidate, Andrew Yang. Excuse me. And he was talking about how we should um, completely move to nuclear power. And I just I don't feel safe about that because I understand that that nuclear power is safe in general. But there have been recorded instances in the past, I, I want to say, seven or eight years where leakages have caused serious problems in Japan. And I know Japan's not America. Don't get me wrong. Um, you got to think about that. You got to think about the waste that's produced by nuclear power. And then you got to think about the vulnerability that you establish when you have that much dangerous material spread out across the entire country. And I'm talking specifically about terrorist opportunities. And I know you shouldn't build your strategy around the fact that terrorism may come and occur at a nuclear facility, but you just, you increase the possibility of that becoming a target. You know, they, they ran into a couple of buildings with some fucking planes. If you get like 20 nuclear power plants across the country, what are they, what's going to happen then? Well, you know? Homer Simpson's ran a nuclear power plant for 30 years. He ain't had no fucking problems. They ain't had one meltdown. Yeah, he slipped on the job. No, there, there was a fucking meltdown. <laughs> there was. They yeah. almost fucking lost the whole city. Well, the problem with Japan is they built it on a fucking fault line. There was earthquakes and shit. Yeah, there was more to it than that. There was oversights and safety precautions and procedures and stuff well, like that. Nothing ventured is nothing gained. You're going to lose either way you go. You're saying yeah. you're, you're nervous about fucking fallout or whatever. But what about the fucking smog that they're unloading into the air that you fucking you just drive into a cloud of fucking death? <laughs> when, I, when I drive, when I go underneath the uh, show, man, we need somebody working a fucking soundboard, pressing little sound effect buttons. <laughs> well, John, John sent me a text earlier. He's like, hey, what if me and Daniel produced the show? And I'm like, OK, do you mean like you want to get a soundboard or you want to spend money on some shit? I don't know what you mean exactly. Um, so, you didn't answer. You? No. Well, no. But well, I didn't really give him a a response that warranted an answer. I said, <laughs> <laughs> just like Daniel said, "Am I going to get an answer?" Hello, hello. <laughs> my response to him was, "I take one fucking night off." That was my response. Yeah, he didn't even invite me. They didn't even bother calling me. No. Well, maybe they didn't. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. They, they somehow they got it to record and they got it sent to me, so I, I was able to get it up. Uh, that's what she said, or he said. What? <laughs> um, but yeah, he. Uh, so I don't know what we're gonna do with that. I don't know how that's gonna go. Uh, if they get a soundboard, I think that'd be a great idea. I thought about doing it myself, just with my computer, just uh, saving what? some different sound recordings, because that's what they do on the Russ Martin show. They got. All these files store away and they just access the file list and that the files are named so you just pick from the sound and then you play it at the appropriate time and so i thought about doing that with my pc or doing it with my phone because i can save little sound bites on a uh, recording app that i have and then use my my pc for the for the record for the podcast i trouble saying it and then um you know play sounds on the cell phone if i wanted to yeah let me see if there's uh an app that we can do. Um, well, you could always go with like phone apps, uh, Zedge. I use Zedge for my ringtones. That's oh, where I got. I don't know what that is. 
That's what I just told you. You use it for cell phones. <laughs> I see you trying not to fucking smile over there. I see it. I know what you do when you try to hide it. <laughs> oh, and when you talk about... I was so I mean I wouldn't go with that one, but there's there's all kinds of sounds you can you can pick from. You get what I mean. Where was this fucking technology when we were playing with toys? Oh yeah. Hit the fucking coin one one more time, goddammit. <laughs> anyway. Ah, fucking cat. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> cat won't leave me the fuck alone, man. You start gnawing on my foot. <laughs> I just saw you jump, and I didn't know what it was from. <laughs> so, <laughs> the girl that's me and Jamie... We're um, over at a house, an apartment complex for one of her friends, and she's got a cat. And, you know, I start playing with it, and I see that she swipes at me. And I was like, okay, I'm not going to play with this cat no more. She's going to scratch me. So she jumps down, and she goes over on the couch, and Jamie stands next to the cat. And it's looking at her, and she's looking at the cat. And I said, that cat's going to scratch the fuck out of you. Watch. And then she's just like, oh, I'll be okay. She reaches her hand over to try to get it. And what does it do? It reaches out and fucking scratches the shit out of her. <laughs> for three days, she had this nasty little scratch right next in the crease of her thumb. I mean, it just reached out and pawed at her. But when those claws came out, dude, <laughs> got her ass. This one that just jumped on me, he'll, sometimes at night, he'll jump on me. And then, like right now, he's trying to climb into the fucking couch. But sometimes he'll, he'll jump on me. And I'll put his paw on my face and I'll stretch it all the way out. And then he unleashes his claws and pulls his paw right back across my face. So do you have one of those pads where they can, you know, put their claws on it? They don't use it. need that. They need that shit. Or they're going to do it to you. <laughs> no, they don't use it. They have one, but they don't fucking use it. Um, where do you find these animals? Where do you get these animals well, from? This, this cat that just fucking tried to bite my fucking ankle off. Um, we rescued him. So, uh, a friend of mine, she used to be my boss, but she retired and, um, she's a really cool lady. Real, real cool. Um, when, when Sarah, when we were having, uh, Roger and Sarah was having to go to the hospital, she'd fucking make dinner enough for both of us and bring it by the house. Like she'd drive all the way out and bring me the food. And, um, she did it like almost every night. Well, her, um, the guy she was dating, they were, I, I don't know if they were engaged, but they'd been together for a long time. And she had been married and remarried a couple of times. So I don't, maybe she was like anti-marriage at that point. But uh, apparently this guy ran into a large inheritance. Um, his parents passed away. So he got like 400,000 or something like that from there. Yeah. So he just decided he wasn't going to work anymore and he was just going to drink and get drunk all day. And, uh, so that's what he started doing. And she would come to the office. She's like, Shane, one day I'm, I'm afraid I'm going to go home and he's just going to be dead because he drank himself to death. Well, sure enough, he fucking got hammered one night and passed out. And on the way to the ground, knocked his, hit his head on the fucking counter and killed himself. 
Well, this right. cat was this cat this cat that just gnawed on my ankle was his fucking cat, and uh, apparently the cat was present when all this went down. So my boss calls me that night and she's telling me what's going on, and I I didn't realize this. I thought like everything was done, like the police had already came, the ambulance had taken him. No, she called me when she walked in the door, and was like, "He's dead," and I was like, you know, because I'm a fucking idiot. I'm like, "Oh, I'm so sorry." Uh, if you need anything, I'll help you. But it was like 10 o'clock at night. I was like, I'm fucking going to sleep. And then she, like, of course, didn't show up to work the next day because he was dead. And then that's when I put it together. I was like, oh, she just came across the body. And she was calling for help or guidance. And I gave her none other than, sorry. Yeah. So, anyways. Um, so, she, you know, she's telling me, you know, how bad it was. And she doesn't know what to do. And she's devastated. And then uh, the conversation came up. I don't know what to do with this cat. I don't know what this cat is. It won't come out the closet. I tried grabbing it. It clawed me up. It's, it's Something's wrong with it. I think it was here when he died, and it just went crazy. And uh, so I told her, I was like, oh, I'll just take the cat. Now, my, my thought at the time was, now, mind you, this is before Sarah told me she was pregnant uh, with Roger. My thought at the time was, okay, Sarah already does the cat boxes at home. So I don't have to do any fucking work. And I'm doing a favor for my boss. So if I ever need something from her, I could say, like, if it's like, let's say she's looking at my stuff. She's like, Shane, uh, you didn't get those reports to me on time. I could be like, hey, you know how the cat's doing? Tell you how the cat's, how things are going in. Minimum effort, maximum result. Yeah. Anyways, what ended up happening, though, is Sarah's fucking pregnant. So I got to do the damn cat boxes. <laughs> and then... <laughs> And then she retires, so I don't get to cash in the fucking favor. So, it no was, good deed goes unpunished. So all I got stuck with is fucking cat gnawing on my damn ankle all the time. Yep. Um, this, was this recent or? Uh, it was a couple years ago, and then one of the bad things about that whole thing was with the, with him passing. Um, the day that he had passed, uh, I had to go into her office to use her printer. And she didn't, she had been gone for the whole week. She was on, she was working. She was doing part-time work somewhere. So she was out. And uh, I fucked around with her calendar. I put her calendar up to that day. So when she comes back, you know, after this guy's died, she sits at her desk and she's like, you know, she doesn't know that I changed her calendar. And she thinks somebody's fucking with her. You know, why would somebody do this? And I'm like, oh, shit. That was fucking mean. You know, I didn't do it all. <laughs> I, didn't, it was, I was before I knew he died. I was just fucking with her calendar, and then, and then I was like, "Oh damn it!" So I had to tell her. I was like, "Hey, that was me. I was using your printer. Um, I just wanted to get it up to date, and I forgot about it." And she's like, "I just came to work, and the date was on there." And, um, anyways, yeah. Uh, so that was the one cat. Now the little dogs, the Chihuahuas. That was another scheme of mine. I thought we were going to get rich quick. I thought we could breed the chihuahuas. Yeah, I, knew, I remember that. I was around for that. <laughs> that well, shit didn't go anywhere. <laughs> no, because Casey, uh, she barely gave birth to the one. She almost died giving birth to him. So yeah. <laughs> that ended that plan. Uh, the other cat, the other ones, uh, the white cat, Heidi, she was a rescue that Sarah got because she went to the fucking pound. Sarah, I didn't know Sarah was doing this shit. She would go up to the pound without letting me know and look at the fucking animals because she's a fucking psychopath. Go up there and look at the animals. And she was even going to do... around you right now, is she? <laughs> she was even going to 
she knows she's fucking crazy. She would even do. Uh, I think she went on a play date with one of them, where like they get to interact with the animal for a little bit, just to make them feel better. Uh, what? So. Uh, <laughs> hey, you hear this, people? Shane's not a big animal fan, but he's got a house full of animals. <laughs> what are you doing, boy? <laughs> he's wanting attention, fucking bad. He's purring, rubbing up against my legs and shit, scratching Pick him me. Up. Pick his ass up. <laughs> they he will leave you alone as soon as you give them what they want. He doesn't like being picked up. Well, you gotta hope. You gotta like not that. Don't do that. They don't like that. Obviously, look at him. He's trying to get away from you. <laughs> he's the cat playing that piano. He's about to crack the piss out of you. That's what it looks like. <laughs> Maybe he'll leave. He's getting hair all over me. Cats do that, dude. <laughs> Don't you remember having animals when we were kids? Cats in the cradle and the silver spoon. Little boy blue and the man in the moon. So let me ask you this. Why did you bring Matt onto the show? Where, where did all that come from? Where did Matt read? Uh, I knew that he was going to be having a lot of downtime. And he didn't have shit to do in his truck. He'd just be sitting there waiting for like five, six hours. But he had nobody to talk to. Like, I guess we should have yeah. asked him like personal questions like, yeah, I'm surprised you didn't. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's so, just went down fucking memory lane the whole episode. Yeah, and D Daniel got mad. Oh, it don't make no sense. Well, Daniel, we weren't there. If you were there, you would get it. <laughs> anyway, um, I knew that, you know, he was calling people here and there. And, and mostly, you know, I was just concerned about his well-being because he had that accident with his truck where he ran over that fucking mattress and it, it almost burned the whole goddamn thing down, which I, I like that he's sticking to that story, but I don't believe it. Uh, <laughs> I don't believe that's what he did, but apparently it happens all the time. So I, I don't know. But anyway, um, you know, just trying to make sure that uh, he's he's not going to be so isolated because I, I don't want to yes, just drug drivers end up uh, killing themselves because they're so fucking lonely. Yeah, that's. I, 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 I don't think Matthew's going to do that, but I think that he might do something stupid without somebody, you know, checking in on him every once in a while. They usually get they usually hook on drugs. Really for you because you like to bring up all the stupid ass shit we used to do when we were kids. So why not? <laughs> what? I said, God dang it! I thought it would be a funny idea for you because you like to talk about all the dumb ass shit we used to do as kids. <laughs> yeah, I mean it was funny. It was good. To, it was good to hear from him. Yeah, and it's just opportunity when somebody's not able to come on the show and he's available. You can call him like an alternate. It's yeah. most radio shows have an alternate that they can rely on when somebody can't be in the show. Case in point, a kid gets sick. They got to go to the doctor or they just don't want to do it that night, which has been me several times. So you can call an alternate just like you did with uh, Jeff Combs and Eddie. You can always, you know, have them back on. Which Are they going to do Skype with us or not? Eddie, Eddie's done Skype. Eddie's done one. Uh, I, for Eddie to join in, I just got to give him notice. Uh, Combs couldn't figure it out. He couldn't get the uh, couldn't get the app to work. Why not? Wow! <laughs> if my dumbass can figure it out, he can figure it out. <laughs> Matt can figure it out. <laughs> what are you trying to say there, Shane? <laughs> well, you know, I know, I know, we're banging on Matt, but remember when, during the episode when we were all wearing the fucking headgear? And Matt's like, look at all the cool shit y'all got, and I'm just an ugly old truck driver. 
All the cool shit. Yeah. <laughs> you wearing your goddamn <laughs> Owen glasses. Yeah, uh, he, he's had a tough life, but really, I mean, a lot of it was good, though. I mean, they, you know, they had... Uh, he's, he's turned things around in a big way. You expect people from Matt's background to to be career criminals, but he's he, he's really gotten away from... You know the lifestyle he developed when he was in Nevada, and uh, you know he's he's it's been hard for him to hold down a job, but he's been at this place for several months now, and I really have some some uh, hope that he's going to keep this job because for about two years, Shane, he had I want to say in two years he had eight jobs, and he just bounced back and forth, go from here to there to anywhere. It pissed me off when he went he went down to Austin, and he said that he got a job working for the city driving a cleaning sweeper. One of those road sweepers for like five thousand a month, and he didn't keep it for like I don't know, not even two months. Probably that fucking sucks. Well, yeah, but it's five thousand a month, dude. It's That's thousand dollars a year. Have you ever been in Austin traffic? No, no, it's a nighttime job. You you sweep you sweep the streets at night with your your giant truck. You just drive the bitch around. You just drive it. And I know there's some maintenance shit that you probably got to do with it and all that stuff, but he was going to be sitting his ass on a truck at night driving that motherfucker with five grand that he took his home in his pocket. At least that's what he told me. And I believed him because I wanted to. So I said, okay, man, it'd be a great opportunity for you. And I kept asking him, it's like, hey, how's that job going? You doing all right? It's like, no, man, I quit. What the fuck? Come on. <laughs> what, do you, what do you think about this theory about us being in a simulation? Uh, so I've read about that. I was in... Um, college uh taking a couple of philosophy courses and uh, there's a whole philosophy about you know you're a brain in a, in a vat or you're like the matrix of a body inside of a tube um supposedly, I, I don't supposedly matter behaves differently when it's observed and that's been proven like when you uh, observe matter it behaves differently than well what's the, there, there should be a fallacy with that right because you know if you've if you've proved that you observe matter, it behaves differently. How did you prove it when you didn't observe it? If you didn't observe it, then how did you collect the data? Someone else yeah, observed like, it. So, so it? for example, let's say you have a uh, you have a scanner that's being that's recording, right? And but then you look at it, and then you see something, but then you look at the recording, it's different. Mm, I, I I don't know, man. I'd have to look at that case study. And has it been replicated? I mean, has it been peer-reviewed? Yeah. No, it's, uh, it's some shit they're doing with the uh, proton collider and all that bullshit. It's like a electron microscope or some shit like that. Well, I mean, when you get down to those more microscopic sciences, I think it's it's uh, exponentially more difficult to be accurate because you've got dark matter, you've got, you know, gravitational forces, weak electric forces, weak bond forces from chemical bonding. I mean, there's there's so many concepts you've got to think about. Well, you know that guy that uh, that made Doom, Michael Carmack? You know him? No, not really. He, uh, he was on Joe Rogan recently, and he was talking about, they were talking about uh, video processors, like, because Carmack was saying that, that the current graphics cards are about to get as good as they possibly can get, that they can't do any more improvements on them. Okay. Um, because he said that the length of the wires in those graphic cards are the size of an atom. They're the width of an atom. <laughs> go any, he said if they go any smaller than that, they risk quantum malfunctions because electrons, when they get that small, have a tendency to jump around to other atoms. And yeah. 
you get electron and so then you lose your you don't have your cause, you know most electrical uh programming things like that processing it's all binary one and zero but if you're fucking ones are jumping back and forth it's gonna fuck everything up and you're not gonna get a good charge so you can't get the charge can't get the juice can't get the fucking information and so he thinks that he thinks that they're not very far i think nvidia it's probably going to be the last graphics processing company left that can actually push the envelope as far as it go. And that's going to be it. They're going to have to figure out something else. Right. I'm, I'm concerned with the, the whole VR experience that um, it's, it's going to, you know, it's going to wind up being the simulation that we live in. Kind of like uh, not, not necessarily Ready Player One, but uh, there was another show where you lived your life through your robot. Oh, yeah. Surrogates. Ah, yeah, that's it. So. Uh, well, so if I had, like, let's say if uh, if I had, I was thinking about this the other day. If somebody, if I if I played the lottery, and like, so let's say it's one of those big ones, and it's like multi-million dollars. Hundred well, million dollars. Yeah, why wouldn't you just uh, buy a big warehouse, get the same technology they use in the Connect, get the Oculus, and like, you put on the gear, and you got you got a battery pack, keep it charged. And then you pick up like a like a uh, the uh, the carbine from uh, Halo, and it's like it's fully functional. But when you put the VR, it looks like the carbine. And, and you carried around a rifle before, Shane. And you, yeah, and you run around the uh, you run around the um, warehouse playing Halo, but you're in you're actually in the game. You know, you remember how hard that shit was when you had to carry around that fucking rifle. You can make it light. It's fucking plastic. It doesn't have to be a real thing. It just looks real. And all that other goddamn gear, dude, you're going to wear yourself the fuck out. You're going to do like 30 minutes of that, and you'd be like a cardio workout at a fucking gym. Paintball. It's, paintball is the exact same fucking thing. And what happens after one match? You already want to quit. <laughs> I'm not no, saying I, you. I love paintball. I play paintball all the time. Huh? You know, you're, just, you're just shutting this fucking idea down. You know it's a good idea. You no, know it's you, not. <laughs> all right. So let's, let's, okay, let's take away the Halo examples. Don't do Halo. What if we did the warehouse and we did the VR set? But instead of picking up a gun, you pick up like a Nerf sword. But it's got sensors and shit on it. And so now you're like in a Dungeons and Dragons thing. And you're like in a quest. So somebody can be a mage. Somebody can be an archer or a thief. And then you have... You're tired, man. You're going to get fucking tired. Yes, it's exercise. It's fucking good for you. It's good. That you, you pay, you play a little bit, you exercise, and you're fine. Well, you're, you're taking out the whole um, leisurely aspect of gaming. That's what... That's what attracts so many people to playing video games is the leisure activity. You sit on your ass. So, so what you do is you can patch in through your game and play as an as another character. You can play as an avatar through it with a controller and a gamepad. And so you got your real characters like that are in the game, you know, that are in the Dungeons and Dragons, but then you could have like the players at home being like little helpers or some shit. Yeah, all right. Everybody's there in the game. Sure. Why not? It's possible. You put enough money into it, yeah, people will play it. Yeah, so I got. I thought. I thought about doing like a crowdfunded campaign, but I don't know shit about games, so probably nobody would buy it. Nobody would develop it. What? That, that's not something like you really want to do this. I wouldn't even expect that because not only that, you don't know about any of the technology that goes into making this. You, you don't know about how you put it I on your head. You. It's an Oculus Rift. Use the fucking Connect, and you but put. Do you know how to make shit. the Oculus? Would you just get Oculus products and buy them wholesale and then include so, that in the game package? So Carmack, make- said, Carmack said the way this works is you have companies 
and they'll come to they'll come to like the so he runs Oculus Rift or he's one of the head guys. You go up to him, you're like, you pitch what you're wanting to do, and he'll license the equipment to you if he thinks it'll work, and then you you do it. Okay. Disney's doing it. Disney's doing one right now for Star Wars. Disney is a multi-billion-dollar industry. Okay, <laughs> you're Shane Rollins. You, you, you don't even reach half a billion. This is coming from the guy who wants to play Jim Rayner in StarCraft. Yeah, and, and it's an idea. I can write a script and sell it, and someone else can play it. But I can at least write the script. You can't fucking write a script for a video game, and that's it. <laughs> You, you got to do production values. You got to do art design. You got to get voice acting. I'm not. I'm, I'm going to get a company that's all going to be outsourced. We're going to get a company involved in the project. So what? <laughs> so you're going to have all these people doing it for you. What do you? What are you going to actually do? I'm the idea man. <laughs> so you'll have like a 10 percent ownership in this whole venture. <laughs> it's like that's fine. I mean, a little bit. A little bit goes a long way. It's like uh, Elon Musk. Elon, he's not fucking building the rockets. He's not fucking building the flamethrowers. He's not digging the holes underneath L.A. But he is the one that has the ideas. He's like, hey, well, we need to go to Mars because Earth is fucked. So build some rockets and shit. Uh, oh, L.A. traffic is fucking terrible. Let's put a fucking tunnel underneath it all. Um, we need to make a lot of money real quick. Let's sell some flamethrowers. Uh you know, car, too many people are dying in car crashes. Let's automate driving. I mean, and he doesn't he doesn't actually do the work himself. He just puts it all together. I think I think you're really minimalizing the whole aspect. I think you just got a little piece I'm, of it. I'm, I'm <laughs> analogizing what we I mean, anyways. Can we get back to the fucking point of the damn the topic? <laughs> the topic was a simulation. <laughs> I, I think, yeah, I think it's a good idea. I think it's. Uh, I think that would be a really, uh, 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 what's the word, profitable adventure if you you know had the means to pursue it. I kind of like the idea of like having a hollow deck, like on Star Trek, yeah, you know, where cool. you could write your own program and yeah, yeah. adventures and shit. That's not a bad idea at all. No, it's not. It's not. But you're worried that people would like their lives would go to shit because they'd be in the game too much. I'm concerned that you would. Yeah, and because let me give you a for instance. When Halo 3 came out, um, and this is only one example that I'm aware of, this guy stayed at home and played Halo 3 for so long, his girlfriend dumped him and he lost his job. Because he wouldn't show up to work and he wouldn't talk to his fucking girlfriend. And she would come over to the house and he'd be playing on it and she couldn't get him to get out of there and stop playing it and do something with her. So it, it yeah. wrecked his life. Yeah. And I'm not saying he didn't bounce back from it, but... You know, that was, he didn't need that to happen just because he's playing a fucking video game. Yeah, you know, the, probably the most I've ever played a game in one sitting, I'd say it'd be about eight hours. And after that, I'm just fucking done. I can't do, I can't pull one of those all nighters. You know, <laughs> I mean, in yeah, eight, eight hours, eight hours of gaming, that's a long fucking time. When I went up to see uh, Mike and gave him back his dog in Michigan, we, we played uh, Mortal Kombat 10. God damn, dude, we played it so long, my fucking thumbs had, like, blisters and, and friction burns on them because I was fucking mashing the kick. Y'all were fighting each other? Huh? Y'all were fighting each other? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We just played match after match after match, and he, he was beating my ass at first. 
And then I found uh, that I'm actually pretty good with uh, Kung Lao, and I was able to actually beat him. And so we'd go back and forth, and uh, there was him and then this one female lady that had, like, the reptile face, but she looked like a person. Anyway, um, I was able to actually win a couple times with those two, but God dang, he beat the shit out of me over and over and over. <laughs> I, was, I was so fucked up in my hands that they were hurting all day the next day. And when we went to play Halo 3 to, you know, run it back to when we first met each other, um, my, my hands were so fucked up that I, I couldn't I couldn't hold a candle to him. He just whooped the shit out of me. <laughs> yeah, um, I got the new uh, Soul Calibur because it went on sale this last weekend. Calibur 6. Why are the, the story mode? It's these stupid fucking cards that they tell the story with. Yeah, it's pretty dumb. I, I beat it with Killick, but I didn't really care for it. I thought the, I thought the you get sleepy boy. I thought the moves were cool. Cool. Like the the <laughs> the killer guy goes like super saiyan. He just hair turns yeah, black. Hair off weird and shit. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. Bad fucking ass. Well, they got they have special moves now, like finishers, like uh, like uh, injustice does. You know where it's like this. You once you activate the move, it starts doing this sequence of attacks. Yeah, you can't. I, I, yeah, yeah. There's one where Kill it like throws his spear down at you, and it looks like something from Dragon Ball Z. It really does. But um, I'm I'm excited about all the characters they're bringing into Mortal Kombat 11. They're bringing Spawn. They're bringing uh, one of the Halloween guys. I, I don't know if it's Jason or Michael Myers. It's one of them. Jason was in the last one. He was in 10. So it'd be Michael Myers then, and. Uh, some other, they're bringing back some other characters that haven't been in the game. Um, Katana, I think, is one of them. But uh, dude, yeah, it's pretty. Yeah, I was uh, wondering what happened to Melina. She was in. She was a big part in number ten. They left her out of this one. Yeah, I don't know. I like my favorite part about this last one though was uh, one thing. I thought the whole storyline is cool. How Raiden went back to the past to warn himself. I thought that was cool. Right. Uh, but I also like like. When old Johnny Cage meets new Johnny Cage and they're like talking shit and stuff. Yeah. But when like when young Johnny Cage like gets a scratch across his face, old Johnny Cage gets a scar. That was kind of neat. Wait, you, you, yeah, old Johnny Cage from the future. Okay. Yeah. No, I didn't. I didn't get that far. Steve Bloom, man, I'm just. He's been on so much shit that I get tired of hearing his voice. I've seen him on everything. When he well, was. Uh, why, why are you following voice actors? Nobody fucking follows voice actors. Kevin Conroy is the only voice actor you need to follow. No, that's not true. What about the guy that played Superman? You remember his voice? His name? Daly. What? Tim Daly. And you, yeah, you remember him, don't you? Yeah, all right, that's what I fucking thought. What about, the guy, follow- that- what about the guy that played Joker? Who's, who's the guy that played Joker? Mark Hamill. Oh, uh, yeah, okay. Okay, those are all characters centered around fucking Kevin Conroy. I'm talking about everybody else. <laughs> well, you don't know the actor that played uh, Green Lantern, huh? What about Green Lantern? Nathan Fillion. Well, no, no, there's another guy. I can't remember the black guy's. I don't know the black guy's name. Phil I Lamar. <laughs> I don't. Now that you've said it, I know that, but I couldn't have brought it off the top of my head. Okay. Um, again, all characters in the fucking Kevin Conroy Batman universe. Phil Lamar got. What about the guy that played uh, Wolverine in the X Men cartoon? You know his name. No. All right then. So why what the fuck are you following this other guy? I don't know what his name is. Yeah, you know. You yeah, you fucking know I don't it. Know. I really don't know. 
I used to know. I mean, I've, I've read it once, but I don't know. Let's go, Bob. Let's go visiting. But anyway, I, I, um, I didn't have anything to contribute to the, the guest that y'all had on Friday. Y'all were talking about shit I had no idea about. Cosplay? You've done cosplay. You went as uh, the Navy you. guy. Once t- one time, I went with you. Shipwreck. You went as Shipwreck. Yeah. yeah. Adam West was there. Adam West was you guys were talking about all these shows and other conventions that I had never even heard of or, or been to. So I just I just kind of sat here staring at the wall. <laughs> you didn't have no questions for that chick? Well, none of y'all asked me. Y'all just talked and kept talking. <laughs> you got to interject yourself in the conversation. Yeah, I thought about uh, telling a corny joke, but then I was like, no, that's not going to be that funny. So, Wow, you actually showed restraint? What I didn't say f- a word the entire fucking time. What I was ha- in the fucking school for an hour. What happened? Are you, did something happen to you? No, I just sat here staring at the wall because every time y'all talked, it was like, no. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so, anyways, are you uh, you still out there hitting the pavement looking for work? Yeah, still looking for work. Um, I really want to get this job for Texas State Technical College. It's for... Uh, an industrial maintenance uh, instructor doing the um, teaching the type of work I used to do. And um, I was hoping that I could get a hold of that video footage of me getting hit by that art flash so that I can warn people, you know, whatever pressure you're receiving from your administration, you need to take your time and be safe. So you're in with a fucking scar. That may not be, that may not be what gets you the job, boy. No, not- no. But I'm thinking, but once, once you you're in, so yeah. I've, I've had these people from TSTC come and teach classes at my job. I know how they operate. And so I've, I wouldn't word it that way, but I could show them that video and say, uh, so this is something that happened on the job. This uh, individual wasn't being very safe. Um, he was rushing. He was trying to get his uh, work done. He was trying to shave time. He came in early. He'd been working, you know, 60 hours that week. And the resulting art flashes is a culmination of all those factors. So this is what happens when you don't move slow. Slow is smooth. Smooth is fast, right? So I want you to watch this video, and we'll see. And I'll explain to you uh, after the after effects of what happened. So he gets hit by the art flash. It's like, that's actually me. I went to the hospital, got shot up with morphine, and had to go back to work on Monday. <laughs> what what ended up happening with the whole uh, acting thing? No, nothing. Uh, we went, we did our thing, and came back. She ain't got no other fucking projects for you, no leads. Uh, well, no, the, she's okay. So, Doctor O'Neill was the lady that got me to go to New York. She's actually the theater director at Navarro College, Navarro College. Um, the only thing that Doc would be able to do out there would be the warehouse, and I, I don't live in Corsicana, so. I, it wouldn't be worth it to go drive out there all the time. There ain't no community theater there in Waco? Yeah, but a lot of it's singing. Uh, they're doing the Rocky Horror Picture Show here. You can't get on there and be a fucking character? You can do that. I can't sing, dude. I don't oh, sing. I you don't got to sing. You just do your little... They, they already had a casting call for it, and it's already... Yeah, it's already filled. So you you didn't even you didn't even try. You're like Homer Simpson. It's better not to try. In that instance, yeah. There's a couple of civic theaters here, but the civic theaters all do to musicals, and I I can't sing. And then so here's the thing: is that I've I've tried out for roles like that where I you know I can act, but I can't sing or dance. And they need you to sing and dance to be in this musical. So if you can't do that, well then sorry, we can't use you. There ain't nobody next- giving dancing lessons or nothing around. I do no no. <laughs> I don't want to do dance lessons. I don't want to do any of that shit. 
You are you think of think of like the most the toughest badass actor you know. Who, who would you say? Jason Statham. Yeah, that fucker does dancing and singing. Jason Statham. <laughs> yeah. When did he do it? What did he do? I don't know what he did. He's done some kind of musical shit. <laughs> All of them have. Robert De Niro. No, Tom Hanks hasn't done it. Um, yeah, no, Tom Hanks has done that kind of shit. Yeah, he, he did a movie where he was a band producer and shit. All of them do it. Big, <laughs> dancing in big. All of them do dance. Robert De Niro did stage work. Um, you know, everybody has. Sure, everybody. <laughs> Every normal person has. Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt. Dancing and singing. Jackass. I'm sorry. He is. <laughs> you got to get on that level, boy. You got to get your craft up. I'm good. I'm okay. good. I've been doing just fine. Enjoying uh, what I've got, which is nothing. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So how are you doing just fine? Okay. I'm okay with that. You're okay with nothing. Um, this job at TSTC is actually pretty promising because um, the the guy that's uh, hiring people, I actually know him. He goes to my church, and he brought me down uh, to his office, at, or he asked me to come out to his office at TSTC, and we had about an hour-long conversation about what he wants and what's going to be happening at TSTC. They, um, they have this contract uh, coming up in the new year to uh, teach people how to fly drones and operate drones because that's going to be a booming industry in the future. Uh, more companies are wanting it for surveillance. They're wanting it for, uh, you know, ground research. Um, and the military obviously wants it, but there's private companies that want it too. So TSDC is trying to get involved in that bubble. And so they want, uh, they've got a contract coming down where they need instructors to go to companies and teach their employees how to use drones. And so that's that's one piece of the puzzle. But then they also need uh, mechanical maintenance instructors, which I used to do mechanical maintenance. I used to work with Babbitt bearings and Coyo bearings and fag bearings and uh, DC motors, AC motors, single phase, three phase rotors, uh, you know, copper windings and all that good, good trash. I used to do all that. So it's um, this is a good fit. And the pay is better than any pay I've ever had in my life. And you get state benefits because you're working for the state. Well, good luck, man. Don't fuck it up. Yeah, right. <laughs> All right. We've hit our hour, Mark. You got any closing statements you'd like to say? Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> you feel good about that? I do. Hey, I got one for you. Yeah. Uh, why does a dunk have feathers? No clue. So he can cover his butt quack. Okay, how do why does the uh, how do you make a Kleenex dance? You put a little boogie in it. <laughs> we're we're gonna, we're gonna sit there and tell bad jokes to each other. Is that what you're wanting to do? That's how we're ending this. How does <laughs> how does the moon cut his hair? <laughs> Eclipse uh, it. <laughs> what did the uh, what did the plate say to the fork? Down. Lunch is on me. What did the uh, why did the pirate tell his children they couldn't go see their movie? Because it's rated R. All right. So on that note, big beefing at B beefing. 
on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. John has made the uh, John has thrown the gauntlet. If anybody joins us on Facebook, I'm going to write you a custom letter, handwritten, tailored to you. Uh, Aaron, you're at Southeast Third. Haven't put anything up in a while, boy. Uh, yeah, I haven't been doing any interviews with anybody. Um, but that doesn't mean anything's not coming because we've got this whole cultural arts thing coming to Waco in November that I'm going to be recording and doing interviews with artists and poets and stuff like that. So stay tuned for that for Southeast Third. Um, what? What is it? What do you remember? It's funny. What is it? Oh, I was thinking about Sarah chewing my ass out for your, your drawing. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you don't, you don't have to worry. You don't have to worry because I'm not doing that. <laughs> if, if I do anything, I, I write the... It wasn't write, bad. It wasn't bad. It was just, you know, it was No, it was bad. It was bad. when I Because I only, I only spent $50 on chalk. When I saw some of the other drawings, I was like, those motherfuckers did not spend $50 on that. They went and got some shit from their house or went somewhere else and got some more. Because they had... Uh, mine was about, oh, uh, a six by five, maybe. Maybe. They had 30 by 20s. They had fucking huge pieces of the road blocked off with their fucking shit. And mine's this little bitty ass square. Just enough for me to tell uh, Gavin Brumman's story, which I was very proud about that. But God damn, I couldn't. There was somebody that did the Game of Thrones, dude. There was somebody that did uh, the tornado catastrophe that hit Waco in the, I don't know, the 30s. Anyway. Yeah, we hit our hour mark. Uh, Thanks for having me on. All right, man. We'll see you uh, tomorrow night. One, One last thing.